Good evening, We are now embarking on Perakamishi, Bezer Hashem, beginning the fifth Perak, and this is really the bulk of Shara Bechina. This is the longest Perak of Shara Bechina. The Psicha just opened up a window to what he wants to introduce to us with Shara Bechina, that we have to reflect, think about, contemplate of Kachborhu's greatness, his wisdom, his kindness, and he proved that we are obligated to do so. And then, in the last parak, he says there's really seven areas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's wisdom that it's possible to delve into and examine and get an appreciation. Now, he begins this parak, Ach, Eizemin Koreveleinu, which one of the seven that we just mentioned, which one is Koreveleinu, which one is closest for us, closest meaning to get the most out of it, to study it first and delve into it the deepest, to be able to appreciate all of the Chochmah of Hashem, come to a, a greater understanding of Hashem, and therefore, uh, hopefully a greater understanding of our obligation to Hashem. And if it's actually it's easier to look into this matter, then we're Chayim Livchem Bayoiser. That itself is an interesting line. This we know from Chazal. The Gemara Menachas tells us that Koshe the Oinshoi shall love him. Yoiser Menatcheles. And as we have a mitzvah of putting on tzitzis, and the tzitzis consists of white strings, lovan strings, and it also consists of a tchela string. That tchela string is very hard to come by. Even in the times when they had the right creature, the chalazoin, that chalazoin, they knew exactly how to identify the way to get it. The Gemara says it only would come up from the sea once every 70 years. But even when they're able to get the chalazoin, and they had the right dye to make, it was very expensive. We know this from the Gemara of Messiah, the beginning of Ezeu Neshech, there were people who tried to to deceive people, instead of saying, they would do Kola Elon, which was some sort of dye from a tree, that was also that royal blue, and they would try to pawn it off as uh, as Tcheles, because Tcheles was very expensive. So, the reason why we're introducing it is the Gemara says, that if a person doesn't put on tzitzis, he disregards the mitzvah tzitzis. So he's going to get punished for two accounts. Number one, you didn't wear Tcheles, Tcheles is similar to the Yam, the ocean. The Yam is similar to the Rekia, the Yam, and then the Rekia is similar to the Rekia covered. And that's supposed to conjure up an image of reminding us of Hashem. But we also didn't put on the tzitzis, the strings. Now, which one is more difficult to obtain, to put on? Obviously, the Tcheles is much more expensive, is much more, to, much harder to come by. And the Lovan strings, very cheap, very easy. Says the Gemara that when Hashem will punish the person, there will be a harsher punishment for the Lovan strings than for the Trela strings. And there, Rabbi Ruchim Zatzal, the Mashkiach for the Mir, he explains in a mimer, he says, you see here, that this is the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu operates. His system is there where it's more difficult for the person, Hashem goes a little easy on him. He gives an example. 
He says, a person is going to do an Avera. Forget about sisters. Any Avera. Let's say he's going to eat non-kosher. Yeah? He says, if he feels guilty when he's eating it, so it was more difficult for him. To do the Avera was more difficult for him. And therefore his punishment will not be as harsh as someone who just dove into eating that and was enjoying it in a, in immensely every bite of the non-kosher. That's much worse. You see that it's more difficult to do the Avera. The punishment is not as harsh. We know the difference is when a person steals somebody's ox, he pays four times the amount. Steals somebody's sheep, pays five, sorry, the opposite. Steals somebody's sheep five times the amount. The ox, four times. An ox is a lot larger than the sheep. The answer is, the Gemara says, because the sheep, he carried on his shoulder. So he had to be a little embarrassed walking through with his sheep on his shoulder. Excuse me, the guy's a thief. Hashem takes that into account. So getting back, just using that as a motion, what the Chavazavav is saying now here. He begins Perek Hamishi. Which one is more closer to us? And therefore we are obligated to delve into and examine it more because indeed it is much easier. So in other words, we may have an excuse like, listen, I'm not, I'm not a scientist and I'm not an astrologer. I don't know exactly how the galaxies work and I'm not going out to the ocean to see a 100,000 different species of fish. All right, now you'll learn maybe once in a while. But what is closest to a person which he can't escape and is right in front of his nose, that is Neymar, I will say. For that will say, Really, you could have a reflection, you could reflect on any one of the seven. And you know, it's really, uh, it's important to do that. And and indeed, we do have to at one some points in our life to delve into all of them. But the one that is closest to us and the most revealed, who that is the clear identifying marks, the clear simonim, the clear indications that Akash it has tremendous chachma that he instilled into this world, and that's seen in the human being, in every person in himself. So he doesn't have to go very far, because he's always near himself. He just has to reflect about himself. Like we explained in the last parak, he explained that the person is a microcosm of the world. The person is a miniature world. And as well, the person, this human being that we're talking about, is really the most, the primary reason for why HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused to exist everything in this world. As we know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world in six days, and the seventh day he made Shabbos, and he rested from work. And each day created the heavens, the earth, the plant life, the the birds and the fish, the malachim, the waters, and then the sun, the moon, the stars. And finally, day number six, he created Adam and Chava. And the reason why Rashi tells us in Chumash that they should come into this world already, everything is set. It's like you invite an important guest when the table is set already. You don't bring the guest and you say, oh, you know, just one second, I'm just finishing up with the, preparing the food and the table. Everything should be totally prepared when the guest comes. 
Kaviyogel Hashem says, my important guest to this world is Adam, is mankind. Therefore, everything is set up. It's Shulchan Aruch. The whole table is set by the time Adam Arishin comes on the scene. Now that is not just a beautiful story, but that's to indicate that the purpose of creation, the pinnacle of creation, was man. And that's why he was created last. And therefore, that's the Siba This entire huge world, this enormous world, with all of the universes in it, and all of the wonders and miracles and Chachme in it, is for the purpose of man. And therefore, First of all, we have to go back to the beginning of man. And where does man originate from? How was he born into this world? And as the first thing is, how he, how he was born, how his existence, his existence was from a conception of uh, a little tipa srucha, a little liquid drop that connects with the egg and a miracle happens and a person is created. And then slowly but surely things are formed and bones and, and uh, flesh and skin all formed. And then we have to look into the the birth of the person, how he comes into this world, the Hebrew Chalak of how everything comes together, and the combining of the limbs, and then to start appreciating the purpose and the benefit of every single part of the human being. And how HaKadosh decided to make it in this exact perfect form. And the truth is, this is a study that can go on for years to look at every part of the human body, both internally and externally, and understand what is this for, what does this do. So even if we're not uh, well-versed in anatomy and physiology, but there are basic things we know. So for, for example, the Gemara in the beginning of Subas says, why did the why did Hashem make the fingers all separated from each other? You know, it could have been like a webbed hand. You know, we could have done things. You know, you could do things. Why? So the Gemara says because you have to have fingers that you could stick into your ear in order not to hear lashonara things we're not supposed to hear. Now, obviously, also it's much easier to close a button when you have your fingers separate. But the, the truth is, you look at you look at the human being. And it's just, it's, it's miraculous. The thumb, where it is, how it's positioned, how the fingers work with one another. It's, if you think into it, you know, each limb, each joint, it's, it's an amazing thing. And then the Mashkiach took it one step further. He says, you think about it, how everything has its place, but yet at the same time, it's all connected. And sometimes you can have a little paper cut on your little finger, and your whole body is is affected by that. You know, you, you can't think straight, and you you can't just you can't you move your hand. It's going to knock into it. It's going to hurt. It's it's pressing down. There's pressure, so it, it affects. What do you mean? What well, that's just one little finger. Like you know, you have the rest of a body. Deal with it. No, you can't. You can't disconnect any of it when it's all attached, and and therefore you see how. Even though every single part of our bodies have its purpose, 
how it works and what it's meant for, you see at the same time it's all connected. So this is the first line of study and examination that we have to take a look at the human body and appreciate everything from the initial existence all the way through. After that, we're going to look into each of the benefits of a See how his personality is, his his uh, the way he could use his entire being, the orsichloi, his illuminating intellect, and how he operates, what makes him sort of, as we say, what makes him tick, how he how he desires this thing, goes for that thing, all will be explained in this coming parak. He's going to go slowly but surely through basically the existence of a man and throughout the the makeup of a person and how how we operate both from an emotional standpoint a physical standpoint and to get an appreciation of all of that good let's hold it over here this is the sort of the hagdama this introduction to this parak of why he's going to bring one proof in the next paragraph we see that Ramelech he uh, already Explain this to us that we really could see, as he quotes the pasuk, "From my own flesh, I'm able to see Hashem." A person could see God just by looking at himself and all of the intricacies that is the makeup of a human being. Well, hold it here. Call to